1: that's so (laughs) retrograde. I am your guest host for the day, Nicole Amy Schreiber. With me today are your two real hosts, (laughs) Elizabeth Cott and Stephanie Simbari. Everybody put your hands together for the ladies of the show.
0: Ugh, Couldn't have done it better myself. Thank you for taking over, Nicole. Obviously, we're having a real
2: retrograde moment. (laughs) We don't know what's (laughs) going on.
0: (laughs) Forgot how to open a podcast. And actually, that's quite fitting because I know that like Either last week or this week would have been our live show in Detroit that you were gonna open for us. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Maybe in 2021. See 2021. 2021. Setting our sights high. We love you. First of all, to anyone who hasn't seen you at one of our live shows, which you've done a few and crushed. You, yeah.
2: mm-hmm.
0: Most notably. At the, stays the Grove
2: Crushing. The Grove was a, a fantastic one. She did the Grove, <laughs> she did No Name. She did Four Moons.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, four moons. It like, was so fun. You've like been on the road with us. <laughs> I know. I'm a, I'm a road dog. <laughs> you are. <laughs> I'm so sad we didn't get to do Michigan. Well, we, we will. will. We still will. It will. That would it's going to happen. We will. We will. We're manifesting it. It's on my vision
2: board. Nicole and I were on the uh, cult classic reality cult television classic. show.
1: <laughs> Super class.
2: Funny uh, okay. Girls on Oxygen where we bonded hard um and fell in love deeply. And since then, you've just been like on the road, growing your standup, becoming so fucking funny. And who are you opening for lately? Yeah.
1: I still open for David Tal. I just opened for Bobby Lee recently, which was, I mean, insane. And then I was supposed to open for Anderson Santino on some dates, but comedy <laughs> is canceled.
2: Fuck. How are you yeah. dealing with that?
1: There's no more live entertainment. It's over. It's gone, you guys. Life is officially podcasting and Zoom shows. Damn.
2: Yeah. Which is fine. What's a Zoom comedy show like?
1: It's like an open mic, but worse.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That sounds horrible.
1: Like, you know how you lose your soul at an open mic? Yes, I do. By the time you do a Zoom show, you just don't have a soul. <laughs> There's, you don't even have a soul to lose. Like, just agreeing to do a Zoom show, you're like, here's
0: my soul. Take it. And that, yeah, have it's, Have with it what you may.
1: Yeah, it's done. It's gone. But it's... Whatever. It's just like another way to exercise a muscle. Mm-hmm. I will only do them at this point if they pay. When people are like, do you want to do my Zoom show? It's like an open mic. I'm like, I don't want to do an open mic, a regular open mic. Yeah. yeah. Let
0: alone like show someone your living room in the process. Like,
1: yeah, no, not at pay all. I'm not going to show someone my beautiful Oasis, <laughs> my Audrey Hepburn Breakfast
2: at Tiffany's. This isn't just for the layman. <laughs> Wait, but is there audience? Like, do people laugh? How how are you tracking laughter? Some
1: shows, some shows there's laughter, some shows there's How no do laughter. you
0: know if they're laughing? Yeah.
2: People have to be open
1: enough to unmute their microphone. Oh my gosh, this was hilarious. I did a bachelor party. This guy hired me to do a bachelor party. And the first comic oh who went was a man and they were so nice and respectful for the male comedian. And then when I got there, all hell broke loose. Just like talking over me, talking at me. You know, I was trying to like do some like crowd work shit to like get everybody involved. I'm like, so where are you? Where are you? Because I was like looking at the gallery view on Zoom. Yeah, yeah. Just so rude and disrespectful. And at that point, I'm like, fuck all of you guys. So hardcore. I'm like, you have no respect for me. You weren't like this during the male comedian. And then I was like, you want to know what? I'm going to go take a fucking shit right now. And I brought the computer in the <laughs> bathroom. <laughs> no! <laughs> and I tried to shit. I only had to pee. But I was like, fuck! This would yeah. be the perfect time for me to take a shit. <laughs> and I was so disappointed <laughs> in myself. And then I was like, oh, you like this? You fucking little bitches. I was like, I hope you enjoy marriage, you cunt. <laughs> I got so angry because it's just like, I'm sorry. I'm not one of those people who are like, I was being disrespected because I'm a woman when it was like, no, just you don't deserve respect. Like, well, I mean, everybody deserves respect, but you get what I mean. This was like blatantly a case of I was being disrespected because I'm a woman.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I also clocked something similar. When you were on David Spade's show a couple months ago, which, of course, I watched East Coast Feed right away, which I was so excited to see you on. You were so funny. I did not love, and I'm sure the men on the show are friends of yours, but I did clock how they were, like, kind of not letting you speak and a little bit talking over you, yet you were the funniest one on the stage. Mm -hmm. And that happens a lot. Yeah,
1: I I was definitely fighting for stage time. They edited it, by the way, to make it look like it was a lot better than it was. There were moments where I had to literally wait for all of them to finish talking for me to do my joke.
2: But I like how you just like stayed in there and you were like, okay, okay, you prove yourself. Your dick is big. Your dick is big. Cool, 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 cool. And then you like, here's my dick. And then you would say the (laughs) funniest joke. Yeah. And there's like so much more power. in I think like waiting and letting it happen.
1: So for one of the takes, I kind of like garbled my joke. And I was like, stop, I'm going to do that again. And David was like, go ahead, by all means. And then I did the joke and I like crushed it. And David Spade was like, well worth the wait. Great job. And then after the show, David Spade was like, way to take the time for yourself that you knew you needed and awesome and great job. And I remember I actually spoke to Sarah Silverman because she's on that lot. I spoke to her before I went on. I was like, I need advice. (laughs) What do I do? And she's like, just go up there and just, prepare yourself, know the jokes that you've written. She's like, and then just throw it all away and have fun. And that's like, kind of like, you know, I was getting annoyed that they were kind of taking all the airtime, but I was like, you know what? I'm just going to wait my turn and I'm just going to do my joke that I wrote that I know is great and that's all there is to it.
2: So proud of you. Good for you. Yeah. So let's switch gears to the core time.
0: Yeah. Core time. Steph and I were like, we've been hyper-focused on this show. There's been a lot of focus around mental health and like offering different tools and all of that. And we're like, okay, this is all super helpful. It's great. But like that can also feel really heavy. So we just wanted to bring on our friend who's like into the shit that we're into and just have a kiki about it.
1: First of all, you guys and your wellness woo-woo shit, I am here for it always and forever. (laughs) There are so many times Elizabeth or Stephanie will post something. I'm speaking directly to the audience right now. They will post something in their Instagram story. I'm like, what is this? What do I need? (laughs) Is this for me? It's just, you guys are such a wealth of information when it comes to just like all of the things that I think really matter. And I think that have become more important than ever Mm -hmm. in quarantine. Oh, yeah. And, you know, self-care is of the highest importance. And I think it's like, what are we doing in quarantine? We're taking care of ourselves. We're protecting ourselves from COVID-19. We're taking all of these precautions. We're leaving our workplaces. We're separating ourselves from our families. We're staying inside, all to keep ourselves healthy. And it's like, why don't we put this level of effort into keeping ourselves healthy when it's not COVID-19? that's coming for us. It's like there's so many things coming for us. Let's knock those out just as we are trying to knock this out.
0: So we can't really talk about things getting us through this quarantine, self-care practices and all, without mentioning our friends at Thrive Market. Our longtime lover, longtime fans, many-time caller.
2: to have you back as a partner for this show. We don't feel like you were cheating on us, but we do feel like we missed you like in a devastating way, so we're just really yeah. happy to be talking about you again. <laughs> Guys, Thrive Market. Are you on it? What are you doing? Get on it. It is the most incredible online food shopping experience. They deliver high-quality organic and non-GMO groceries to your
0: door for much much less than you would pay at the grocery store. You can price match. You can prove it to yourself. Basically, you're saving 25 To 50% off traditional retail prices. And their carbon neutral shipping is free on orders of $49 or more. I know I just got my box for the week and I was pretty excited. I always have some mainstays, so I always have cold brew iced coffee concentrate. I like the Khalifa Farms ones. I buy like three bottles at a time. Yum. I'm loving those. Is it Hue Nutrition? Is that how we say the brand? Mm -hmm. It's normally the chocolate bars, but they also make- Food for humans. Food for humans. And it's like an H-U. There you go. They make this grain-free cracker that is so delicious. I like the everything flavor. I know, Steph, you love the pizza flavor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The thing I love about them is they don't have any sunflower in them, which most health foods have. And I really try to be mindful and avoid that. Mm -hmm. What else did I get? Nut pods. I don't know, but we're putting together a page on thrivemarket.com at our link that is going to put all of me and Steph's favorites from the site. I mean, it's everything from like laundry detergent, cleaning supplies. I just got like the Prima bath gem from there. Like everything is on this site. Listen, Elizabeth, we're nothing if not snack influencers. Ugh, from day one, baby. <laughs> so Thrive Market is working 24-7 to make sure members are getting their groceries delivered as fast as possible. They have totally figured it out. Biggest fan. So try Thrive Market and become a member risk-free. Go to thrivemarket.com slash retrograde. That's T-H-R-I-V-E M-A-R-K-E-T dot com slash retrograde. Join today and you will get up to $20 in shopping credit towards your first order. That's wonderful. All right, Thrive Market, we love you. Back to the show. Let's go friends. I'm Jackie Schimmel, philanthropist, motivational speaker, glowing wife, animal rights activist, and a shoulder to cry on. Not really. I'm a crazy bitch, but a hoot and a half. If you haven't listened to my podcast, The Bitch Bible, brace yourself, pour yourself a stiff drink and get ready to laugh your ass off or cry. Make sure you subscribe yourself to the Bitch Bible podcast right now. You're going to effing love it. I've been thinking about that so much, and there's been, you know, in the recent, I'll say even just the past year, there was such an uptick on focus on mental health, and there's obviously been such a massive upcoming of, like, the conversation around wellness, and I can't help but feel like those things being planted into the zeitgeist as they were prior to this happening was some sort of beautiful divine timing to at least prepare us in like a low grade capacity to be able to bring whatever those conversations were and apply them to now. Like it feels so, like there is no such thing as a coincidence and that just feels like it was part of the plan.
1: Yeah, the universe is definitely like, let's put this into action. Yeah. What's been going on, the awareness behind this topic, like let's put it to work.
2: And also like, You know, we talked about this when Marianne was on the show, Elizabeth. We talked about how like America doesn't have like a healthcare system. They have a sick care system. And now we see the healthcare system desperately trying to save people's lives. People who were already having, you know, pre-existing conditions. It's like a baseline of society was a, a large population of people who were ill. Yeah. And then something like this comes and their bodies are not prepared to fight a strong virus. And so like, I'm getting stressed hearing everyone talk about the vaccine and the vaccine and the vaccine. I'm like, this is not the right conversation. We should be talking about strengthening immunity. We should be talking about communities coming together to de-stress and support each other and have health and vitality. Getting a vaccine, if you're sick, at the end of the day, is really not going to like raise your immunity in any way. Ultimately, it's a Band-Aid. Exactly. I
1: mean, it's a Band-Aid that will save your life, but it's not a Band-Aid that's going to lead to a longer life.
2: Right. When we're like supporting your immunity and doing all those things can lead to a longer life. It's totally
1: like supporting immunity, supporting mental health, mm -hmm. you know, listening to your body and not just your physical body, your brain, like listening to what your mind needs. There's something that's so beautiful to me about the quarantine It's like the second it happened, you know, you saw all these statistics about, you know, nature and global warming, the numbers like getting better immediately, you know, the earth starts repairing itself. And I think forcing us to slow down is giving us an opportunity to repair ourselves as well. That's right. You know, I think this is the rest and the change. We knew somewhere in our mind we needed, but had no idea how to access. Mm -hmm. And it's like the universe just gave us this super like divine gift. Like it's such a God shot of of what we truly really need. And it's it's so nice to I mean, I remember when the quarantine started I was like, "Yes, this is going to be great." And then <laughs> two weeks into it I was like, "This is fucking terrible." <laughs> <laughs> and then now, you know, it's like we're two months deep. I'm like, "You know what? This is fucking great. I'm just going to lean into whatever this is and whatever's coming up." And it's great. We're never I guarantee we are going to look back on this time and remember it fondly.
2: where everything changed and everything shifted. Now talk to us about, you know, I remember when it first kind of started and you were having a hard time because you were like, I can't go hiking. I can't go outside. And you you were starting Mm -hmm. to, I think, feel worried for yourself that you were dipping into like a depressive place. So how have you been like, how did you change your narrative? Because I feel like your sunny disposition is just like. Yes, it's really contagious. Fired. Okay, so, guys, <laughs>
1: honestly, I, the amount of focus I've put on mental health this quarantine, mm-hmm. I had to really let go of the fact that I can't do comedy. That has been a huge, huge hit for me. You know, going on stage is such a big part of who I am. Uh, yeah, it's and I don't gift, have that anymore. It's your
2: blessing and you bless yeah, us all with it's, it. it. It's
1: a blessing and it's a fucking curse because <laughs> yeah. when you don't get to do it, you turn into a crazy person. <laughs> yeah. So I started seeing a psychologist and I just treat my sessions like a stand-up set. <laughs> so it's like the whole time I'm like, is he laughing? <laughs> yes, he is. I'm, I just murdered for an hour straight. Sure, I had to pay him a $35 co-pay, <laughs> but I just crushed with all new material. <laughs> and he, my strength, thinks I'm so funny (laughs) to the point where I'm like, I think we're going to have to stop this because like, you know my jokes at this point, like everything. (laughs) So I started seeing a psychologist.
2: Online? How did you find Online,
1: online. I found Pete Lee. He's a comedian. His girlfriend or fiance. I don't know exactly. I think it might be a fiance. She is a, a psychiatric nurse okay, and she works with a group and she recommended just this guy to me. And I, I think ultimately I, I want a female therapist in the long run, but he's been great. It's just been kind of like a, an outlet of someone to talk to and kind of talk through things. There really is something great about talking to someone online who you've never met and it feels anonymous Wow. To the point where like, I feel like I'm being more honest with this therapist than I've ever been honest with a therapist. Because it's like, your therapy is only as strong as the truths you tell.
0: Fucking yeah. And the commute.
1: Yeah, and the commute. <laughs> the fucking commute. I remember when I used to see a therapist in Beverly Hills and the drive there was like 45 minutes. And by the time I got there, I spent like the first 20 minutes of therapy just bitching about the commute. I'm like, this is the biggest waste of money. Yeah. But now I don't have to complain about it. And I can just get right into it. So that's been amazing.
2: All right. This feels like a really good time to talk about one of our partners for this episode. Nicole was talking about how online therapy has been helping her go through this interesting time. And we are excited to partner with Talkspace, which is an online therapy community that is more committed than ever to expanding access to support for anyone who is struggling with Talkspace. You get the support of a licensed therapist from the safety of your home because you can't go anywhere. And you can reach out from your device whenever something is on your mind. It's kind of a dream come true.
0: Yeah, you can send your therapist that they match you to a text. You can contact them via audio, picture, or video messages from your phone or your computer 24-7. Like… As much as you need to. Seems like a lot of freedom. I don't know if I should be given that freedom. (laughs) (laughs) And… Also, important to note, everything happens within TalkSpace's secure platform all on your schedule. So, TalkSpace matches you with a licensed therapist based on your needs and preferences. And they have thousands of licensed therapists trained in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, and relationship issues. And once you're matched, you can begin therapy that very same day, which I like because I think sometimes we feel the call to something and then. When given a grace period, we might not listen to that call again. Mm -hmm. So like, it's really motivating to match with your therapist. And also, hey, if you don't vibe with the one they match you with, you can switch.
2: Yeah. It's like speed dating, but for your mental health. It's amazing. beautiful. Yeah. So guys, if you are feeling like you need someone to talk to you right now, I know a lot of my friends that I've been talking with feel as though they're needing this type of support. And I have been directing them towards TalkSpace because it's just the coolest thing ever. So let's see. That's TalkSpace.com. You can download the app or go to the website. And if you use the code RETROGRADE, you will get $100 off your first month on TalkSpace. Don't sleep on your mental health. There's nothing more important to keeping yourself well, it starts with your mind. So, yeah, guys, we we really encourage that.
0: And you don't have to struggle or do this on our own. Talkspace therapy can be our dedicated support system. They're here to help us feel healthier and more empowered even in these uncertain circumstances. So as Steph said, as a listener of So Retrograde, you can get $100 off your first month on Talkspace to match with your perfect therapist. Head over today to Talkspace.com or download the app and make sure to use the code Retrograde, $100 off your first month. Love
2: it. Let's get back to the show and hear how else Nicole is dealing with the COVID. Let's do it.
1: I work out Every single day during the week, Monday through Friday, I do a workout class with this girl, Stacia Patwell. I shit you fucking not, it is the best workout I've ever done in my life. She's a trainer that started doing these online Zoom things. They're donation based. She is literally changing my body. What kind of workout is it? Yeah, it's all. She calls it. She so she has booty blast Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and total body Tuesday, Thursday, and it's just her butt is un-fucking-real. Like, her body is the sickest thing you've ever seen in your life. And it's not like... It's it's unrealistic in the way that it's like, dear God, how did you get that body? But she's not like this skinny mini with a big butt. Like, she's like a thick, hearty, like, just sexy woman. Yes. It's so inspirational. I don't want to work out with someone who looks like they need a B12 shot and, like, a <laughs> hospitalization. <okay>? Right? Right. <laughs> Like I'm so you don't need a workout, bitch. You need a fucking meal, all right. <laughs> Somebody give her a feeding too. Um, like, I just can't. I don't. I don't want to work out with you if you don't have a body that's like what I think a healthy body should look like. Totally. It's called Higher Power Fitness, and she's in a twelve-step program, so it's kind of like twelve-step based. She's very woo-woo, but it's like woo-woo like you guys are. It's like woo-woo, but like with cursing. <laughs> And it's just so fucking take real. take that from you? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's woo-woo with cursing. Take it. It's your We're fucking you.
0: woo-woo. <laughs>
1: you're fucking woo-woo. Yeah. <laughs> it's completely who you guys are. And I think that's why people fucking love you guys is because you're not like <gasps> hippy-dippy woo-woo to the point where it's like, are you on drugs? Like, if you yes. are, that's cool. But like, let us know. Like, it just, you're so out there. But it's one of those things where there's something about like common language, yeah, that makes it just totally accessible, yeah. And so Stacia's class is like that. Couldn't recommend it more. Stacia Patwell on Instagram. So I, I do her it. class Monday through Friday. It's the best thing I've ever done. And then I got a jump sport trampoline. So you two girls started doing tramping.
0: That's right. And I have been tramping. We started tramping. (laughs) We've been out here tramping for
1: quite some time. (laughs) You've been tramping for so long. And for the longest time, I was like, I want to fucking tramp. I want to fucking tramp. Hell yeah. So Ian Edwards had a tramp. He did? Ian Edwards. Yeah, he just had one sitting in his closet. I'm like, I'll pay you for it. Former guest of the
2: retrograde Ian Edwards. Yes.
1: (laughs) I don't know what he had it for. Anywho, so I got it off him. And then I realized the springs on it were kind of a little worn out. So I just wrote to Jump Sport and I was like, hey, if I send you a video of me on the trampoline, will you let me know if they're worn out? And basically the guy wrote back and was like, I'll just send you new cords. Just plug, because he saw that I was verified and had a lot of followers. He's like, just plug it on your Instagram and I'll just send you them for free. I'm like, oh, cool. Awesome. And then I got addicted to Jump Sport. I mean, addicted. I, I could not stop jumping. It's, there's, it is the most joy inducing thing. It is like Prozac. Yeah. Yeah. You cannot be, it's like the Daniel Tosh joke where he's like, you can't be on a a jet ski and be in a bad mood. It's like impossible. (laughs) You're like on it and you're like trying to be mad. You're like, oh, this is joyful. It's the same thing. You cannot be on a trampoline and not be in a good mood. And I cannot be on a trampoline and not pee in my pants because my (laughs) pelvic floor is so
0: weak. You need a Yoni egg. (laughs) Dude,
2: I need a
1: Yoni egg sponsor, man. Huh? I pee too
0: sometimes on the trampoline.
1: I'm, oh, I pee so. I wear a panty liner now. Well, Steph, I've got a really fucking tight puss. I don't know what to tell I you. I don't think
0: it has to do with my puss. It's like your are it's, it's like the, pee I like, kind of always have to pee. And yeah. it's like yeah. kind of part of that. It's because I, I don't, always don't have listen to, to my like urination cues as, as well as I should,
2: is know. what it is. Well, sometimes I don't, I don't have think to it's a pelvic floor. you pee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steph. Elizabeth and I just do it just at the same time. Pants. Yeah, like a little pee, it's fine. I'm like a th- little pee. I'm like, I think I have to pee. I'll go to the bathroom and come back right now. Yeah, no, no, no,
1: no. I just got, I wear a panty liner now, and I'm like, fuck it. Okay, okay, okay. just in my fuck. I'm wearing poise, but you're like in my early to mid late thirties. You know, you're it's absolutely creepy.
0: right. Though there's something. I mean, it's truly mid-late. like shaking up a snow globe.
2: Like yeah, everything's like, it's
0: like the stagnant s- snow globe is your emotions. And then you, you, you do a little jump. It equates to shaking it up. And then it's like, everything's just kind of wakes up. It's alive. You've w- a thousand percent. moved your energy. Bouncing on a trampoline is a snow globe. Yeah. But it's also a joy to watch. Yeah. It's like the glitter of the snow globe. I watch <laughs> you guys bounce and I'm like, oh my gosh, that looks <laughs> so fucking joyful. That's Number one boobs
1: bouncing. Number two, ass bouncing. I mean, it's some hot shit we got going on here. That's so funny because like when I was
2: posting my bouncing videos, like Benji and Brian, all my male comic friends were trolling me like, this is a really huge red flag. You should stop. You look like you're insane. And I'm like, Meanwhile, every girl is like, oh, look at how happy she is. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. the difference. She's
1: happy and getting fit. (laughs) Yeah. My God. And so I decided that was going to be my workout during quarantine because it makes me really happy.
2: And it drains your lymphatic system. So it's actually also making you healthier. Can we talk about that for a moment? Yeah. It's only one of our favorite topics. Why
1: do you need to drain your lymphatic system?
2: So your lymphatic system is basically like the gutters of your body. Sewage okay. system. Yeah, it's like the sewage system. So everything like toxins and buildup go into your lymphatic system in order to drain out of your pee and your poo. Okay. But sometimes, a lot of time, especially in modern society with what we eat and our stress and— environmental factors, our lymphatic systems get like overrun. Yeah. Like, you know, the top of the roof with too many leaves in it, you know, you got to go in and like Yes, there's has got to scrape, scrape, scrape them out the out. So the
1: gutters can work properly. Exactly.
2: So when you get too much buildup in your lymph system, that's where you get like tumors and you get like, it's just bad. The buildup is bad because it's a buildup of toxic waste in your body, essentially.
1: Oh, another thing I've been doing, I have to mention this because it's so big. I've been
2: microdosing
1: mushrooms.
2: Yeah, I want to talk about this so bad.
1: And that is something I will incorporate forever and always. I think it has made a huge difference. It, it's a microdosing regimen where you every 3 days you take a microdose of mushrooms. It is not enough to trip on. Don't worry. Every single person is like, "Oh my god, are you tripping out right now?" And I'm like, "Not at all." You, you literally feel nothing. Feel like I'm on it right now. The only yes. thing you feel, the only thing you feel is just like sorry to get woo woo, but you just feel fucking love. Like Aww. it is uh, It makes me so happy. And it also, it just, I feel like everything just feels better. You know, like light is more beautiful, you know, like seeing somebody smile, it makes you smile even more. It's just your threshold for happiness is just, it's so low, you know, like you just, all happiness just comes in immediately.
2: And I think that when we access that emotion, it makes it easier for us to access it. When we're not microdosing, like it's like totally. we need to touch the feeling to mm. achieve the feeling. Otherwise, I think that's like how we manifest in general. Have
1: you ever done physical therapy for like a bad knee or anything? Yeah. They like put electrodes on your body and they're like, oh, you know, this muscle isn't firing the way it should. This muscle isn't firing the way, way it should. So we're going to give you exercises that teach you how to specifically fire this muscle because it'll help you with this strength, whatever. I feel like that's what microdosing is. Mm. It's like, it's like, teaching your brain to fire in a way it hasn't been firing.
2: That's right. Yeah. And that's what antidepressants are trying to do. But it comes with a whole slew of like other.
1: Yeah. I'm on antidepressants too, but I feel like the microdosing kind of took it all to another level.
2: What have you noticed?
1: I think my just general disposition, my lows aren't as low. Mm. My anxiety isn't as anxious, I guess. It's really kind of just takes the edge off life. I think One of the biggest things about mushrooms is it really kind of forces you to be where your feet are. Mm. Ooh, It makes you very present. And I think in all of this, I think that's the biggest takeaway we can have. Oh, yeah. Just, you know, the past, learn from it. Don't future trip. Live in the moment as much as you can. Because if you future trip right now, you are tripping about something that you actually have no idea about. Yeah. The future has never been more uncertain ever. And it's like that way for everyone. It's not just you. We are all in the same boat. None of us have paddles. We're just floating around in the boats right now. Eventually, we're going to come back to port and it's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. But we just have to remember that there is absolutely nothing in our power right now that we can do besides keep ourselves safe, You know, work on our health, work on our you know well-being, finding new crafts, finding new things to do. You know, I, I've, oh, I started reading Harry Potter. One of my podcasts is a Harry Potter podcast with Jessica Michelle Singleton.
2: Hilarious.
1: I mean, I never read Harry Potter when I was a kid. I and still I'm haven't read it. it. Now.
2: That's because Harry Potter came out when you were 25. <laughs> I know, I know. Not totally. Uh, <laughs> no. I was, I was, in, I was actually in high
1: school when Harry oh, Potter it came out okay. and it was, it was, it was too much for me. Country but, yeah, day. It, country day and country that was not required reading a country day that is for damn sure but i just never read it and now it's by the way if anybody wants to get into harry potter and you want to hear it from like a fun nerdy but like kind of like swearing crass kind of way my podcast is two filthy nerds i am obsessed with it jessica michelle and i just go off about harry potter and it's the most fun
0: i've had that's amazing to your point, I, I really have been feeling this whole experience is boiled down to an exercise in staying present. A thousand percent. Mm-hmm. It's been so fascinating because I've found that anytime I think about anything beyond two days, it's like that is will ignite any form of anxiousness and worry. Mm-hmm. So I've had to just... Be like, bring myself back to the moment. You have to do that. Yeah, it's almost
1: like all of us are being forced to learn how to Mm
0: self-soothe.
1: Yes, yes. In ways that we probably weren't even capable of before.
2: We were talking earlier because I've like completely stopped watching the news because I just can't fucking handle it. And she's been like dipping back in. I dipped in. And you said something that I think is really true. And I think that it's probably, to to your point, Nicole, why we need to self-soothe is because I think all of us culturally are just like, who's the adult in the room? Like, Yeah. yeah. Who's in charge of this? Who's the one that we're supposed to listen to? Who's helping us get through this? It's really
0: us. I think that we should close off this convo with a collective Roses and Thorns acknowledging that... I don't know about you, but I have not been one singular emotion this whole time, but it changes at its own whim at every moment. So how about a rose and thorn of the quarantine in this exact moment right now? Not looking ahead, not looking behind us, but right now. Thoughts, feelings? We love it. Go for it. I'll say a rose that I've been feeling is just a reactivation of creativity. I've always known that I work much better within like some type of parameters. And there's been no greater parameters put upon us than, you know, this current situation. So I've just been really excited to, like I just got new art supplies and I'm looking at those and I can't wait to like pick up watercolors, which I haven't done in maybe 15 years. So like call it a STEM. I'm looking
2: forward to it. Runs in the family, babe.
0: It Elizabeth's really does.
2: Mom is an amazing watercolor artist. Your yeah. mom did that. She's
0: really. It's amazing. Yeah. I'm trying to convince her to do like a Zoom art class, so I could learn. She should do so I it. Can learn. Yes, that I really recognize and I feel, and I don't think would have it would have been living dormant within me had this not have happened, yeah. and that makes me sad. Mm. I'm going to follow your lead on the
2: creativity tip. I've finally done the thing that I said I would do forever, which is I'm going back through the journal that I finished this year and I'm going back and reading it. And it's so interesting to, like everything from January and February was me writing about things that I felt like needed to happen on like a bigger level that are happening right now. Like I think I verbatim wrote, I feel like we all just need a really big break. Mm. Like I was like writing like the stress Great. Stephanie, you manifested a fucking <laughs> pandemic. i like, if only I there was a virus. think we, <laughs> we all did. <laughs> no, not at all, of course. But it's just been really nice because it's like, I feel like I, as a writer, I put a lot of pressure on myself to keep, and I, I did this in stand-up too, like keep feeling like I need to like write again and write new and like, and I never go back and like mind my own self for the material that, I, that I'm writing. And so it's just been nice to have like a lot of luxurious time in the morning, you know, from like 8 to 11 a.m. I'm just like, chilling with my old journal and it's been really nice.
0: Wait, you're waking up at 8? Nice I'm
2: waking up at like 7.30. Whoa. I know. I was I was waking okay. up at noon Whoa. and then I was like, I got to scale this back. <laughs> New vibe. Because I was staying up all night and like until like 3, 4. And then I was waking up feeling like hungover, but I was just like exhausted. So now I've been going to bed yeah. before 12 and waking up at like 7.30. I like waking up early. Me too. It's cool because like, you can still be sleepy and awake. Yeah. I never really got the hang of that. <laughs> By the way, what you said
1: about, about going through your journal and like even like in comedy, like going back through your old jokes and mining them for more. Yeah, It's one of those things where throughout this quarantine... I've realized like we have all we need. We have everything It's inside of us. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, Stacia, the girl who leads the workouts, she's always like the body you want is already inside your body. You need to just unzip and show the body that you want and like give yourself the body that you want.
2: I love that.
1: And I think for me, it's like, I think, you know, I'm always kind of thinking creatively and through this quarantine, I've been starting to really just like Honor my body. I realize exercise for me is just everything for my mental well being. Mm-hmm. And without it, I, I will go fucking crazy. I need daily walks. I need exercise. I need to be outside.
2: Mm-hmm. Even if I can't yeah. go
1: hiking, I go for a walk. And I think this has really taught me, you know, in slowing down to kind of shift my focus to something like I live in this body. This is it. I get one. So I want to make it a really nice house. You know, Mm -hmm. some people want to redecorate their kitchen. I want to redecorate my ass, you know? (laughs) (laughs) That's not the greatest soundbite ever. I don't know what it is.
2: It really Uh, is. I'm uh, so so proud of of you for recognizing how resourced you are. Yeah. It's really amazing. We have
1: have everything we need. Like, we don't need anything. We need nothing.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: We
1: are all... If you live in the United States, if you live in Canada, if you live in Europe... Chances are you have more than you will ever need. So just like Mm -hmm. look around you and like let what gifts you already have come out and sharpen
2: the tools you already have. Yes, Yes, honey. Snaps for Nicole. Nicole, tell
0: our listeners where they can find you. Well, for for less
1: serious and more dick jokes, please find me on all social media at NicoleAmy. I would say I'm coming to do comedy in a city near you, but that's not really happening. But yeah, at Nicole Amy. Awesome.
2: Wait, Nicole, yes. do you have a cameo? Because maybe you could like cameo jokes for people.
1: Oh, I have a cameo. Yeah, cameo me. Nicole Amy Schreiber. I will send you jokes.
2: That's really a thousand fun.
1: thousand percent. I would yeah. love to do that. Yeah. And then listen to that's my, I have awesome. two different podcasts. Two filthy nerds. That's my podcast with Jessica Michelle Singleton, where we talk about nerd shit, but in a dirty way. And Jessica doing... is
2: also a very funny female. So, I almost uh, said female comedian. I'm female sorry. No, co- oh, oh, it's okay. Oof.
1: She is. She is a force of nature. She She's is beyond hilarious. Fema- she is beyond female or male. She's incredible. Please um, never
2: tell her I said that.
1: And I will. I will never tell. Her. Tell her I said I'm she. She, she transcends gender um,
2: as a comedian. <laughs> yeah, she transcends gender
1: as a human being. I mean, yeah. sh- the dick on that bitch. <laughs> Fuck, man. Um, And then I have another podcast called Love Her Podcast. It's a porn podcast where I interview porn stars who are in the fetish world specifically because I think fetishes are interesting. And then I have a nightly Instagram show with comedian Lara Bites. That's every night, Monday through Friday, 7.30 Pacific Standard Time on Instagram Live. And then that's it.
0: My computer's going to die. Perfect. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) We love you. Thank you so much for joining us guys. Check Nicole out. What a fun show. What a beautiful reprieve. I love you guys beyond words.
1: You, you two truly are some of my favorite people like glow with happiness. Every time I see you online or do anything, it just makes me the happiest person to see both of you.
2: Do you promise it's, it's really coming from real stuff and not just the fact that you're low key tripping?
1: It's coming from the real stuff. <laughs> Stephanie, how, many, how many times a month do I write you? I write Stephanie Sabari at least once a month. And I'm like, you literally have the most beautiful face I've ever seen in, any human being in my life. It is complicated. Now how I know it's I love your face. you're on mushrooms. <laughs> Going forward, it's only because I'm on mushrooms. <laughs> it's just a lie. And if you want to know more about mushrooms, just direct message me on social media stuff and I'll tell you more about it.
0: Perfect. Thank you, Thank Nick. Thank you. I shall right. be doing that.
1: Love you guys. Love Bye. You. Love you.
0: Bye.
1: Yes, that's a retrograde.